0: Unemployment claims fall. NVIDIA beats the mark. CVS to close nearly 900 stores. The biggest analyst calls of the day. Apple accelerates their vehicle projects. Starbucks partners with Amazon and so much more. This is the running with the money briefing. Let's get into it. is up and we are back. My name and I'm your host, Luke Donay, And we are here to talk about the markets, talk about the biggest headlines of the day. If you're new here, we do this briefing every single day covering the biggest headlines, biggest analyst calls and how they are affecting the markets. Not only that, but we also do a weekly recap where we recap the entire week. And then on top of that, guess what? Every once in a while, we sprinkle in a deep dive podcast where we go over an individual company within 15 minutes. Either way, we are going to get right into the day, right into the biggest headlines of the day. And the first thing we have to talk about is or are these unemployment claims falling once again. In fact, for the seventh straight week in a row. So weekly jobless claims falling 1,000 to 268,000. This is the lowest level since the start of the pandemic, which was 20 months ago. Now, We also saw continuing claims drop up by 129,000, the 2.080 million, and that is the lowest level since mid-March of 2020. So some solid levels being hit here when it comes to jobless claims. Very interesting stuff. Now, it is important to note that these numbers are raising hopes, increasing the hope that this labor market that we saw prior to the pandemic will return here. Because as we do know, over the course of the past, I would say ever since the pandemic started, there have been big time issues with the labor market and these numbers are continuing to improve and investors are getting more hopeful on the labor market front. Now, shifting into NVIDIA, we have to talk about NVIDIA. The stock is soaring today, hitting a new 52-week high, currently sitting up 26 points as we speak at $318.81 per share. Now, why is it doing this? Because the earnings, well, they blew the doors off when it came to earnings. They delivered an EPS of $1.17 compared to the $1.11 that was expected. That's up 60% year over year. They delivered $7.1 billion in revenue throughout their quarter compared to 6 $2 billion that was expected. That means revenue expanded by 50% year over year. We shift in the gross margins and guess what? Those improved as well. Coming in at 65.2% up 260 basis points year over year. Operating income of $2.6 billion up 91% year over year. Net income of $2.4 billion up 84% year over year. A gap EPS, which is just an accounting standard of 97 cents up 83% year over year. Q4 guidance, Q4 revenue expected to land at $7.4 billion give or take. 2% solid guidance. So Nvidia here absolutely blowing the doors off when it came to earnings, digging into those revenues they delivered 2.9 billion dollars in data center sales, that's up 55%. They delivered 3.2 billion dollars in sales when it came to their gaming segment, up 42%. But there was one negative. Those cryptocurrency-specific graphics cards, well, guess what? It only sold $105 million within that segment, and that's down from $266 million same time um, or the previous quarter ending in August. Very interesting stuff there. But NVIDIA absolutely blowing the doors off when it came to earnings, impressing the market, and that's why you were seeing this big-time upside reaction here in NVIDIA stock today up 25 points as we speak. Now, shifting into this headline, on CVS. Now, CVS today, before digging into this headline, is currently sitting up 3% at 95.54 per share. And it is very interesting because CVS today told investors and released a note saying that they are going to close about 900 stores throughout the next three years. Very interesting. Now, why are they doing this? Well, they said they plan to close 300 stores per year for the next few years here. So for the next three years, they're going to close 300 stores per year, and that is roughly 9% of their total stores, which is 10,000 U.S. stores as we speak. And these closures are going to close or start closing in spring of 2022. Now, management said that they're basically readjusting to new customer habits, mostly digital habits um, that are starting to be created. Now, we did get commentary from CEO Karen Lynch on the matter. She goes on to say, quote, our retail stores are fundamental to our strategy strategy and who we are as a company. We remain focused on the competitive advantages provided by our presence in thousands of communities across the country, which complements our rapidly expanding digital presence. So in essence, what we have here is CVS adjusting to that digital presence that is becoming ever more important for companies globally. Now shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day, we had a major call on Roblox. Morgan Stanley raising their price target on Roblox to $150 per share from 88 bucks a share. What did Morgan Stanley have to say about Roblox? They go on to say, quote, we come away with Roblox's third quarter in analyst day incrementally bold on its early metaverse leadership and higher long-term monetization as it invests to improve its user experience, develop tools, and ability to onboard brands. You take a look at Roadblock stock today. It's up 1.75%, hitting a new 52-week high, currently sitting, as we speak, at $126.82 per share. Now, JP Morgan upgrading Boeing to overweight from Equal Weight. Another upgrade this week for Boeing? Who would have thought? Either way, what did JP Morgan have to say about Boeing, they go on to say, like, "Whoa, we have been cautious on Boeing all year. In Boeing, therefore, Boeing stock is not out of the woods. However, there is a fairly defined catalyst path. In the first of these, China's 737 Max certification is now in view with other potential catalysts over the next year. We upgrade Boeing to." Overweight with a December 2022 price target of $275 per share. Now, moving on, Jeffries reiterated Amazon as a buy. What did Jeffries say in this note? They go on to say, We believe our entire e commerce coverage of Amazon, eBay, Etsy is well positioned to weather supply chain disruptions and see Etsy as a potential beneficiary given excess supply. Jeffries liking the e commerce area, liking Amazon and Etsy. Now, We also had a sizable call on NVIDIA, speaking of their earnings, out of Credit Suisse, reiterating NVIDIA is outperformed. The firm goes on to say, quote, while the stock is currently trading at 70 times CY23 EPS, total addressable market expansion provides ample opportunity to grow into the valuation and a path to greater than $10 of EPS buy is relatively easy to envision. Risks include adoption, rising rates, and crypto in the second half of 2022, Very interesting stuff. Coming out of this Credit Suisse call, reiterating NVIDIA as Outperform. and Then we have Bank of America reiterating John Deere, or Deere as a buy, going on to say, quote, that said, the stock is up 7.2% since the strike began, versus the S&P 500 up 5.6%, due partly to the federal infrastructure bill, a 7% rally in December 2022 corn features and expectation of a fairly quick resolution. We cannot be surprised to see additional worker strikes at other industrial companies over the next 12 to 18 months as production workers have leverage in the current environment that is riddled with labor shortages and supply chain challenges and amid record earnings. Very interesting call out of Bank of America on Deer, basically saying, hey, look, uh, the strike wasn't good, but Deer is up. We like Deer, and the strike is fading. And then we have DA Davidson initiating coverage of CrowdStrike as a buy. Now, what did they have to say about CrowdStrike? They go on to say, quote, we are initiating coverage of CrowdStrike holdings with a buy rating and $320 price target, which equates to 38 times EV to FY23 revenue. Our investment thesis is based on their superior cloud native technology that has significant networks effects, driving sustainable competitive advantages, a large and expanding TAM, multiple drivers to sustain high rates of growth and significant operating margin expansion that is likely over the next several years. DA Davidson, initiating coverage of CrowdStrike as a buy. And our final analyst call of the day is Morgan Stanley reiterating C-Limited as overweight, saying, quote, we Leave. the share price will rise in absolute terms over the next 30 days. This is because the stock has traded off recently, making short-term valuation much more compelling. And then finally, we have Apple accelerating their car project, another major headline of the day. Now, according to Bloomberg, quote, Apple is pursuing to accelerate development of its electric car and is refocusing the project around full self-driving capabilities, according to people familiar with the matter. And that was a direct quote from Bloomberg. Now, new car chief, Kevin Lynch, he's pushing for this vehicle to be done as early as 2025. And Lynch is pushing for the car to supposedly be fully self-driving with no steering wheel. Very interesting. Apple has been targeting a launch of a self-driving car For years apparently Um, and they want to see this done than the previous timeline that engineers expected of five to seven years they want to see it done before that they want to see it done by 2025 which is only four years out here very interesting now in recent weeks according to Bloomberg quote Apple has also tapped a climate system expert from Volvo car AB a manager from Daimler trucks battery systems engineers from Karma Automotive and other car makers a sensor engineer from General Motors Cruise LLC, automotive safety engineers from companies like Johnson Safety Systems and multiple other engineers from Tesla according to information from LinkedIn and that is a direct quote from Bloomberg reporting. So it seems here that Apple is very much pushing, pushing very hard to get this thing done by 2025. They want a full self-driving car by 2025, and Apple is targeting that market. They are trying to get the best engineers around, it seems, basically targeting some of the biggest companies in the auto game. Very interesting. And then moving on to this headline out of Starbucks and Amazon that we most definitely have to touch on. So, what in the world is going on when it comes to Starbucks and Amazon? Well, the two companies are partnering here, but it doesn't seem to have an effect yet on Starbucks stock. Starbucks stock only up 0.08. I mean, that's pretty nasty, especially sitting at 112 bucks. You look at the six month on Starbucks and it isn't the prettiest. In fact, in the past few days here, in the past three months, it's down 1.47%. So, it's pretty much done nothing in the past three months. But anyway, shifting into this Starbucks partnership with Amazon. So, Starbucks is opening up a pickup. Cafe in Manhattan with Amazon, and they're going to use Amazon's cashierless technology. So a cashierless Starbucks. Very interesting. Now, this won't have any huge effects on Starbucks right now. I mean, one store is pretty much going to do nothing, but the company does plan to expand into two more of these stores over the next year. It'll be interesting to see where Starbucks goes with this. And this is another example of these large companies starting to adapt and attempt to figure out how they can integrate all of this new digital technology into into these, you know, normal retail storefronts. So it'll be very interesting to see this. Now, Starbucks did say this is part of their adaption to these new digital trends within the consumer world. And therefore, Starbucks is trying to figure out how they can adapt as well. And this is one of the ways they are testing. So Starbucks here using Amazon's cashierless technology once again in a store of their own, starting it in Manhattan. Very interesting. Now, shifting into the crypto world, we got to talk about this crypto and metaverse world real quick because we got a few sizable headlines out of that space today. So what did we get? We got Gemini targeting a $7 billion valuation. Holy smokes. So Gemini is another major crypto exchange and they were looking to raise $400 million in funding, which is going to bring its valuation around $7 billion now. And that is according to Bloomberg. Now, this found or this round of Funding was led by Morgan Creek Digital, which is a subdivision of Morgan Creek Capital Management. And we also see um, that they are participating here, or they did participate with DeFi firm Parify Capital, and that's according to Forbes. So, very interesting stuff coming out of Gemini. Now, if you don't know what this crypto exchange is, Gemini is seven years old. It was founded by the twin brothers, the famous twin brothers, um, Cameron and Tyler Winklevall. So you probably remember them from the whole Facebook story and the whole movie about Facebook, even if you watch that, I forget what it's called, but either way, they originally had an idea very similar to Facebook and supposedly um, Mark Zuckerberg stole it. But either way, the Winklevoss twins not doing too badly here with their Gemini targeting a $7 billion valuation. Now, Gemini, they offer services to trade with over 50 cryptocurrencies. You can earn like 8.05% APY on 40 different tokens and get up to 3% back on crypto rewards rewards through their card. So Gemini, very similar to these other large exchanges or other large uh, crypto firms or exchanges really um, that have been out for the past few months. You know, Coinbase, Crypto.com, all very similar. This is a major valuation here that Gemini is targeting. And then also in the metaverse world, we got Nike partnering with Roblox. Holy smokes. It has been a great few weeks for Roblox. If you're a Roblox holder, Congratulations. Now, Nike is teaming up with Roblox to create a virtual world called Nike Land. That's right. Nike Land is coming to a digital world near you. So users will be able to dress up their avatars in Nike branded sneakers and apparel, according to CNBC. And Nike Land will start out as free, but later on, you could try on new products, engage consumer interest, holy smokes, this is pretty crazy stuff coming out of Nike, now, this virtual world will include Nike buildings, arenas, fields for players to compete in multiverse or metaverse games, I mean, this is some crazy stuff here coming out of Nike, very interesting, now, the company does eventually plan, according to CNBC, to integrate in-play moments, which will emulate sporting events. So in essence, like if you move your phone, it'll also move in the metaverse of Nike land. Very interesting stuff there. And they're going to be using accelerometers within the mobile devices to do that. So, very interesting stuff coming out of Nike and Roblox. It seems Nike is continually and working continually to bet big on this metaverse space. Definitely a partnership to dig more into. That's very interesting. Nike Land, another metaverse coming to a digital world near you. And then we have Sweet Green, that IPO absolutely surging. It's ticker symbol SG, and my boy. Fellow pounding the table team member at Riley McAdams on Twitter. He had some excellent DD and has some excellent research here on Sweet Green. So go check that out at Riley McAdams on Twitter. But Sweet Green absolutely soaring the day. 85% currently is where it's sitting. 85% to the upside, 52.15 per share. That's 24.15 points. Holy smoke. So Sweet Green, they're a salad chain and they made their public debate, their IPO this afternoon now the initial public offering was at $28 per share but this thing has absolutely launched since IPO and the IPO raised 364 million dollars the company was valued at 3 billion currently being valued by the public market at 5.5 billion dollars very interesting stuff sweet green and name the check out ticker symbol sg and by the way get some great research on sg or sweet green should i say from my boy at Riley McAdams on Twitter at Riley McAdams on Twitter. He's a fellow Pounding the Team member and you should definitely check out Pounding the Table. Now I am pleased to announce and I've announced it several times that running with the money, I looked on a, I am a partner. I am part of, and I am from, a representative, you could say, of Pounding the Table. I'm glad to be part of the team over there, and we are turning out some of the best financial content, and we plan to turn out some of the best financial content for you. That's what I do. That's what I do here at Running With The Money. I turn out the best financial content I possibly can for you, trying to get you the best information in the quickest news and the quickest information as fast as I can to you every single day. So, Be on the lookout for at Riley McAdams on Twitter and at punting the table. Go give them a listen at punting the table on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Those guys are turning out the best content in the financial space. You can listen to them. They come out with a new episode every week and it is fantastic. Either way, Thank you for listening and go give me and my team a follow at running with the money on Instagram and Facebook or at on on Twitter, tweet me at me, whatever the heck you want to do. DM me. If you have questions, if you have concerns, if you have anything to say, even feedback on the show or what you want to see in the future, if you want to name deep dive on, please let me and the team know. And we are more than happy to dig into that for you. That's what we're here for. So thank you for listening. Eat, sleep, profit, trade on, and I will see you. On. Well, I'll see you tomorrow for the weekly recap, which is Friday. You sleep, profit, trade on, do the research and see you then.